0: good day i'm peter brook a portfolio manager at the old mutual investment group this is macro perspective number 38 of 2020 as i missed last week's one i was busy with an important report back on a global equity fund i managed called global macro equity and what was fascinating is it was it forced me to look back at performance over the last three years and only five countries out of 46 have beaten the benchmark the u.s and taiwan with tech switzerland and denmark with healthcare and then New Zealand randomly thrown in. So statistically, you would have had an 11% chance of picking an outperforming country, highlighting what a narrow market it has been. And I think this is what is making August such an interesting month. This month there has been a reversal of trend, with high flyers like Tesla leading the Nasdaq down. The US and tech are underperforming, while the rest of the world in value are outperforming. Now, calling a change in trend is always dangerous but we have seen some very unusual behavior. SoftBank, the Japanese tech company, has been aggressively buying call options on, the nat- on individual tech companies listed in the US. And you know it is getting a little bit crazy when your Padding group is highlighting that Apple's market cap is bigger than the FTSE 100. Just on that, a fascinating s- statistic is that Apple's 132,000 employees produce $57 billion of profit, compared to the 4.6 million employees of the 100 largest companies listed in the UK who only produce $124 of profit. So this shows that Apple is twice as expensive as the FTSE 100 but it is 35 times more efficient in terms of its people. There is no question that the popular crowded trades of the US tech and healthcare are very expensive relative to the unpopular value sectors in countries which include parts of our own South African market. However, valuation is not enough on its own, and there has to be a change in theme. This can come from either an economic recovery and the depressed profits of the old economy bouncing back, or it can come from an attack on the high profits of the tech sector. And it is with that perspective I was very interested to listen to the FT Weekend Festival. One of the debates is who will pay for the cost of the crisis especially as governments have much worse finances. The obvious answer is that the winners will pay, which in this case is the disruptive technology companies who pay very little tax. Now, the wheels of government take a long time to turn, but I think there's a very real risk for tech companies of higher taxes in the future. In terms of our portfolios, we've tilted a little bit further towards value, reflecting the extreme moves. This was done through selling the US and adding to Europe and our global equity, and in South Africa we took some profits in NASPERS and added to the bombed-out banks about a month ago. We will watch this trade with interest, as I think there will be many twists and turns still. Until next week.